now proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. All right, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing brand that proceeds of the shirts, the hats, and everything else go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. This whole t-shirt company started from me taking care of a five-year-old girl from the emergency department at the Children's Hospital I worked at in Atlanta for a while back. Um, I thought I needed to do a little bit more than kind of just talk about my story. So this is how I started the clothing line because I wanted to show people that even though diabetics have this really bad disease, we can still do amazing things in our life and diabetes won't stop, you know, stop us reaching our goals. So go check out type one lifting.com. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can always reach me out on Instagram. It's type one lifting and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the type one lifting podcast. The company's called Liberté lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, Love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of the Touch and Go podcast. Well, Type 1 Lifting Podcast with the Touch and Go team. Um, I have on the left, Xander Falix, and then I have on the bottom, Hannah Hardy, and I'm Tom Lennon. What's going on, guys? Doing great. Yeah. So um, how was how was Portland? So Portland we were in Portland awesome. for? Yeah, I was, so I went up to Portland, what was it, Thursday before camp in August, and then stayed at the world's worst like airbnb for wi-fi so i had to miss like the <laughs> podcast that was right right there um so that wasn't great but it was like camp was a great time as always i'm really excited for when the next dates get dropped whenever those are coming out um just hanging out with um shep justin um we clearly all missed hannah like that was a big thing it was funny meeting andrew and being like yeah no like like they just kept talking about you at like summer camp 19 and like i was like who the hell is this guy and then i met you and i was like yeah no this this tracks (laughs) (laughs) um because andrew was awesome because it was me andrew and shep we shared an airbnb and then like it was probably one of our smaller ones that we ever had and but it was really like cool and the only word i can think of is intimate even though wasn't really that, uh, but it was just cool because we all were able to like go out to dinner every night almost with everybody and had a good time and learned a lot. So that was really fun. Um, and also, why aren't you wearing that pink shirt with the mint logo on it? Fine, I'll go change. Hey, he like, he like wears like the gym shirt and then you're like, nope, only the splatter paint. Yep, yep, which I love that shirt, by the way. So uh, anyway, he's changing. So Hannah, how was your week so far? Well, a couple of weeks. No, it's been good. I've been on the go. So 
Um, just because it's off season, I've been actually uh, putting my education first. So dry needle, uh, dry needling certified. Um, got to go to Charlotte for a little bit and hang out with my friends there. Uh, I mean, pretty much same old, same old. I'm back to some uh, lower body movement. And I'm actually like, I haven't lost that much strength that then uh, I thought I would. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see uh, what else is in the tank once I'm ac actually clear, like full on cleared to train how I want. Mm -hmm. Now, now, um, how how much time did you take off? I know you hurt your ankle a while back. So how, how long, how much more time do you think you have left? Um, at least to heal from the injury. I, I don't even know. Uh, you know, like I thought it was going to be healed and like probably by like the end of August, like actually like start squatting again, stuff like that. Um, it really, it's taken the bone a, lo a while to heal. So it probably, it probably won't be toward until like towards maybe like the last two months of the year, but that could also be pushing it. So, you know, like I'm just getting swole and can't complain about that. <laughs> just doing weird inverted shoulder taps on Instagram. It's fine. <laughs> Exactly. You should see what other stuff I do at the gym. People think it's crazy. I bust out like blood flow restriction cuffs and die doing just like banded hamstring curls. People are like, why are you dying? I'm like, you don't understand. Have you guys yeah. never seen the, the hamstring machine at your globo gym that you ignore? Yeah, this is why. Yeah, yeah. No, I use that. I use my apartment gym and I use those machines like almost daily. And it's been awesome. So you know, I'm still getting stronger, so can't complain about that. That's good. So are you officially out of grid league this year or? Um, so my team is out. I mean, we suffered a lot of injuries on the team. So it ended up that it just got to the point where, you know, we just didn't have the roster to help back it up. Um, so we're just watching the playoffs go. Uh, I don't know who's in the all-star match from the team yet, but um still like to to be determined on next year and stuff like that but since i'm not going to be in florida i don't know how peaceful it's going to be okay okay so um my week's been okay so i just been like working a lot just uh, kind of get distracted and stuff and my son decided he wanted to start playing golf yes Aww. yes my seven him the u.s u.s kids golf like club collection so please tell me you did this no we got we got them nike golf clubs for 70 75 bucks on, on they don't even make it's fair but like they don't even make clubs anymore like that, that's why it was 70 percent off so okay they're still golf clubs yeah he literally sure. just he, he's been like this is his third day today actually golfing so we've been going on the driving range like hitting the golf clubs and he's like i like putting and i'm like okay and like me having touched any i haven't touched a golf club and Gosh, probably like four or five years. And I, I happy Gilmore that shit all the time. Take one step and just crank it. And it's always, and I always shank it to the right, always. So I kind of lean, I angle off to the left a little bit so I can actually try to get straight. So I don't know. It's a work in progress. I guess I guess I have to really start getting better at it because he's really taking a liking to it. He wants to watch it. So I'm like, good for him. Like yeah. he's got the live tour. He's got the PGA. He's got the British tour, man. No, you yeah. need to get on those master's tickets. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's for next year already because I already went into that lottery and lost. So Yeah, no. 2023, baby. No, you have to gear up for the lottery to come out and then hopefully you get a ticket. As mm-hmm. as a Detroit Lions fan, and really this goes for most like terrible sports franchises, it's like just be ready to get hurt again. <laughs> and um, and I was I've been trying to watch. I actually try to watch the Patriots play this weekend, and I just had I couldn't do it. I <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get so so we have an Amazon Fire like TV, so we don't have a a, a you know a, a cable provider at all. So I'm like little like rummaging around through all these like sites and they're like, oh, what's your TV provider? And I'm like, damn it, I don't have one. And so he's getting all like my son like wants to watch it and he gets all bent out of shape and stuff. And he's like, I want to watch the game. And I'm like, all right. And then he's like, no, let's go golfing. And I'm like, okay, we're probably better off because I know they're going to probably lose in Miami because they typically do. So yeah, when I saw that was the team they were playing week one. And it's like, yeah, no, this like the Dolphins are going to win. Like, here's overreactions. Like, oh, the Dolphins are back. I'm like, no, they're not. They just oh. strategically can always play the Pats. And this Mike McDaniel, right? Or is it McDaniels? Mm-hmm. He's like like the goofy little like twin of the Raiders' old offensive yeah. coordinator. You're like, yep. no, this like little Smurfette is not going to be doing very well come week 17. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But um, at least I'm not Notre Dame. So, I hate you oh so much. I goodness. hate you so much. <laughs> that was just watching that game. I mean, bro, the thundering fucking herd. Are we serious? The thundering herd of Marshall. Like goodness gracious. Like we're like at like DefCon four. Like Nebraska's just on life alert at this point. But like we are just like not doing great. We are three games into Coach Marcus's like reign, and we are zero and three. Mm-hmm. I do give away the bowl game because that we were never going to win that to begin with. But like losing to Marshall, like the Ohio State game was close. Yeah. Like the score didn't really reflect the play, but it was like, no, like we, we were, we were so bad. We are so, so bad. Hey, it's all good. But anyway, um, your shirt, the pink and mint uh, misfit shirt. Misfit so drip collection that's coming out. I don't know when, and I really actually have no dates on this, but I'm assuming soon. So are there shorts involved too, or just the shirts? Um, so I believe we are doing sweatbands and shirts for this collection. Um, so we have this one, uh, we have a women's crop top, no, a women's tank that's uh, mint color with pink logo. And then I think we're doing a gray t-shirt with purple drip. Yeah, I saw that. I think we're also doing a women's version of that somehow. Okay. All right. You could, you, yeah. You could use code Hannah. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Uh, yeah. It's code Xander. <laughs> uh, Hannah's got tier oh, money man. now, guys. Hannah's oh, got man. tier money now. She like is like, no, 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 no. I have no, no, no. literally no here. money whatsoever. So, <laughs> you want to donate? I'm just, just glad it was Hannah me. Hardy. Please let me know. Please Venmo at Hannah Dash Hardy on. Venmo. <laughs> Find me on Zelle. Find me on <laughs> like, Instagram. Uh, Cash App, Instagram, like. PayPal, honestly, at this point, just LimeWire, any type of funding. Seriously, yep. seriously. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So uh, let, let's get to the news. I mean, I, we could banter the whole 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 hour. So um, so the new HWPO team is out, which is oh, looking, looking very good. I mean, Amanda Barnhart, you know, Samuel Quant, Katrin Davis' daughter, Mal O'Brien, you know, Jason Hopper. Um, you know, and then, and there's like other, other HP, HWPO athletes too, but like, you know, 
what what do you guys think of this whole lineup uh i like i think it's cool right like it's great because like okay these people are looking to make some switches blah 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 i think it's okay this is me being really mean here but it's like art like are these guys on the climb up that just came onto the project or are these guys like just trying to like they're on their way down and just collecting the paycheck like i'm not like and that makes it sound worse than it is but it's like this is a great opportunity for athletes to get paid their relative worth if you're going to bring eyeballs or bring in athletes that are just going to start paying your monthly subscription for your product or for your programming it's a great thing um do i think it's a little sus that one of the coaches was for a different program and then went over to HWPO and then somehow like finagled like a couple other athletes that he may have worked with potentially, but it's pretty great for him. I don't like see it as a bad thing. I think it's a great thing for athletes across the spectrum. Like hopefully more athletes will start getting paid. Yeah. No, like I, like I totally agree. I mean, I think finally there, I mean, like Xander said, like they're actually going to be, professional athletes paid like appropriately by their program. And I mean, in the end, I mean, I, I do think a lot of the draw is from Harry. Uh, I mean, I know he's a fantastic coach. So the fact that, you know, everybody's coming from contrary to HWPO just when Harry joins, um, I mean, you could see those dots connect. So, um, but you know, like, that's like one of those things where if, if that works for the athletes, like I felt bad when Amanda like lost Harry when he left comp train. So the fact that like she gets to work with him again, I think it's awesome. And then I really do think it's cool that Katrin gets to go work now, like be back with Matt too. Like, I think it's going to be super cool to see. Um, I thought there was like a lot of females that were added to the roster. Granted, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to move to Vermont per se, but you know, like we always saw, I mean, we see that camps do well when there's maybe like one guy or one girl or two guys, two girls. Um, but I don't know how it's going to be now having these super big names be together. Um, I know Amanda's probably not moving to Vermont, but I mean, I don't know what Katrin's going to do. Um, at least Jason and Sam are pretty separate. So they won't really train together much. So, I mean, if it's a good environment, that's awesome. But um, there could be like a slippery slope there. Kind of when when everybody came to comp train too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I remember I remember hearing that on, um, I think the Savon, Josh, and Matt podcast that Matt said that, when Mal came on board that like she specifically made, made it clear that like Matt's not coaching any other female whatsoever, but he, he actually kind of does have a say in coaching, you know, Amanda Barnhart a little bit because, you know, Harry, Harry, like actually he's her her coach, but he may put some things in there involved. And I don't know if that's going to create a little tension between, you know, Mal and Amanda, which I don't think so. Cause she's not she's staying in ohio amanda's staying in ohio it's not like she's you know going to vermont and then you know i don't think i mean i think it'd be pretty cool if samuel quant and jason hopper you know stayed pretty close to each other but you know samuel lives in washington but and jason's where like carolina's like i i just don't like I think, yeah. I think 
people are assuming this is going to be more of the training camp vibe. And I think it's really, no, these are just athletes following the program. Cause I don't think Sam's going to move across the country again. Cause he went to Boston, went home to move back to Vermont. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And then Jason like only went up there for like a training camp. It always seemed like, and it just like, I'm like, I'm, my biggest question is Katrin moving back to the U S or is she going to stay in Iceland? I, well, I know, I don't know if they're like engaged or anything like that, but I know he has a house in Idaho. Um, oh, um, Idaho. Uh, Brooks. Uh, yeah, Brooks. Yeah. 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 I know he has a house in Idaho. Um, Idaho. So I don't know if they're going to stay there or whatnot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, like I was like, I don't think it's going to be the training camp vibe, but maybe because everybody's kind of everywhere, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every so often they have the training camp style. Uh, because I think like pretty much all of them are homebodies. Like I know Jason and Sam are, I know Amanda wants to go back home. So, you know, like it could actually work out because they're not all going to be there with yeah. And I, well, and you got Jake Marconi there too. So that's another thing. Like he's another coach slash athlete. He's up living up in Vermont. Is he, or is he still living in Providence running that gym? No, he's, he's up in Vermont for Matt, oh. from what I, from what I know. So, okay. cause I, I, I interviewed him, I think it was like last year. And he said he was moved, he was looking to move up and get like bring his like rinkety old pickup truck and just, you know, get a place there. But I don't know if he's still running anything down in Rhode Island. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was, but I could be mistaken. But like, it's good for them. Like, I just don't like. I think it's going to be cooler to see it rogue because what is it? Amanda, I think, has an invite. Mm-hmm. Sam's going obviously because he was top ten. Like, we'll get into that later, but it's going to be fun to see like all this stuff like everybody's just like the high school clicks are just like, you can't sit with me because I'm not wearing pink on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So um, speaking about comp train, so what is going on over there? I, it like depends. Like, I think they're still running a good shop. Like I was just there. Like I can't really just like, I was with um, Chandler and Ben and Jarrett. Like it was great. Like, it seemed like it's very off-season stuff. Like if you're switching a program, if you're moving home, if you're this like if in the CrossFit space, like this is our summer break. Like the fall season is really like unless you're gearing up for Rogue, which is only taking the top twenty athletes and or top fifteen and then adding five, it's a perfect time to go home. And like it, people are training there. Like Chandler and I worked out. Like it's just very normal. Like. Do I think they're probably like, well, this is weird. Like you were just with us and Harry left a year ago and then you left. And then now you're switching over to where, like, is that maybe going on? Maybe, but I, it's just one of those like things where I feel like it's, I think we're starting to see the sport grow up mm-hmm. and just like, we're finally dwindling out of like, I want to say we're probably more adolescents at this point. Like we're going to those teenage years of like that weird, like how do things work and we're figuring it out um kind of vibe but it's just like this it's having been there before all this came out was like this seems odd now looking back mm-hmm. Hannah what you got um man I mean I don't think this is the end of comp train whatsoever I, no, I, no. Think, I just think it's like you know like there's so many more athletes there's still athletes there um I know a few people that are I mean are working with comp train are super excited to work with comp train at the highest level um 
I, I mean, to be determined whether they like actually move up to Boston or not, but you know, like they're still a reputable program. And I mean, that's like the whole thing there. So like, so what that they don't have, like everybody left. I mean, comp train, to be honest, Ben probably sees this of, oh, okay, we get to start a new era of comp train. I mean, that's mm-hmm. probably, that's, you know, typical Ben Bergeron fashion. So, you know, this isn't the end. It's just, you know, a little blip on the radar. Yeah. I knew. And I, my whole thing was, I remember they were doing that whole training camp thing in bought in like in Natick for that uh, cross a crossfit tilt, I think wherever like they do the main is it crossfit tilt? Yeah. I think they're separate gyms. Yeah. yeah. There's two separate gyms. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I know he was having a training camp, so I don't know if they even have, I mean, I know they have Chandler and they have another female athlete. Yeah, I don't know if Chandler, Sydney, Michelob ultra, which you'll hear this and I'm not sorry for ruining your last name. It's just way more funny to me because oh. I can call you Sydney Labat blue or Sydney. It's, Sydney Michalation, like I know yeah. how her name is like pronounced. I just find it more fun to use like well that blue line. <laughs> like, it's way more fun. Um, but like I think like they have good great talent there. Um, they have Sydney, they have Chan, they got um is it Emma Gardner? Yeah. Yeah, the the team um who's like aging, like working on growing back into semis. Um, but it's like they're they're not hurting for talent, I think. I think they're gonna like again, like the big orange machine moves on. Yeah. Do you think any big, big player in the CrossFit space is going to move over to comp train at all? Or do you think they, they're going to be like, wait another year, then maybe have someone come in? Uh, probably. Like I, like I, they like, the thing is, it's like who, like, right. Like, I feel like you're going to like, it would be somebody switching from like mayhem to them or somebody left TTT or Invictus. And, but I don't like, my thing is, it's like, are these people really, I think we've learned that like moving and putting everybody together is not like the ideal like thing. Like, I don't like, because people have their family and their roots and they like miss those things. Like you're not going to just move all the way, like halfway across the country to like just be training unless like you're really at a top tier level. And I don't see, like, I can't like thinking top 10, like if I even went and pulled up a leaderboard, like I, I doubt everybody, like. Ricky Gerard's underdog, like mm-hmm. those kinds of things. It's just trying to remember those like folk. And it's just like, Laura's not leaving. Nope. Danielle's clearly in South Florida. Brooke is clearly proven. Emma Lawson, Cara Saunders, Haley Adams. Like, again, like, I just think it's one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe for a, a few years. I mean, like, like we said, there's already names there, but. You know, like every few years, athletes kind of see where they are and see whether or not they have to change programs or not. And, you know, that could be a point where someone's going to hit that three-year mark and say, hey, I do need a change. And then consider a comp train. It's kind of just like, okay, now you're just going to drop into all the camps and see which one you like the most. And if if they want to move, they'll move. If they want to stay by family, well, they'll just go off every so often. So, um, I don't know, like, uh, if there's, like, anybody in particular, per se, right now, but, I mean, I bet in a few years, there's still going to be, like, a huge name, and Ben's going to be there coaching somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, speaking about change, so, uh, Xander, you were pretty much hanging out with Chandler the whole time, so do you think... Or do you think like after this year or something like that, he may, may switch or do you think, cause like for me watching the video, the buttery bros video, 
when you know Ben talked to him and said, "Hey, just try to do the best and push through," and like helped him out with his like mind, mind, like you know, mindset a little bit. I think he may stay a little bit longer than he than he thought he was going to. Yeah, like I haven't really heard like what he wants to do. Like, there's also like me being like really close friends with him. Like, there's that, and then there's also like his wife Jesse also has a job there. Like, mm-hmm. I maybe like there's probably like some kind of tie. Like, they got engaged there. They got married there. Like. Do they want to set up a home life there? They could like, um, so it's just more like, is there a couple things out there with it? Yeah. Like I just, for me, it's just like, I think we're finally like, couldn't tell you if he's going one way or the other, he's always going to play those things closer to the chest. Like the funny part is, is like, we talked about the documentary, like the buttery bros released, um, me like, nor him have actually watched it. I know he does have um the buttery bros um whoever shot it i know like took the um the teddy roosevelt man in the arena quote and like took the picture of chandler on the bench like from there and it's in his house and it's actually a really cool photo um but it's just like i couldn't tell you if he's staying one way or the other like it seems like it's a good fit for now like i don't see why it wouldn't be mm-hmm. okay okay um so we have a couple other people that have well and another person that left um, a big camp. So Gabriella Magawa left the program. Um, it sounds like somebody just got released from rehab. Anybody talks about yeah, the program? For- <laughs> <laughs> so she finished her twelve steps. And uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, so I, I, um, I've heard it was mutual. So it wasn't like you know, I, I, you know, pretty much it wasn't like you know she wanted out or he thought that like you know they weren't a good fit but i mean she's done really well in the crossfit games and i think he even i think he even said like he may not have the next step to maybe push her over the edge yeah um gabby's been there what is it two or three times now to the games Mm -hmm. so it's just like i think it's good it's just like i feel like it's even harder to get a pulse on the program because it's like bkg by himself gabby was by herself Katrin, or I'm sorry, uh, Annie ha- has her coach and Katrin was there for a year. It's like, is it me or does it like seem like the program's like this big, like secret, massive organization that nobody knows? Like, it's kind of like the CIA. Yeah, it's all, it's all it's all in Europe. Like a lot of like the yeah. American things, like we can't, we don't, we don't see much except for like Craig Ritchie, you know, vlogs when he's yeah. over there and that's it. Yeah, like that's about it. And Craig's much more into weightlifting these days, which. 10 out of 10 great videos that he's posting, but mm-hmm. like he's clearly not as like focused on the CrossFit side. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's just with us. I mean, like you said, like we don't, we don't see like the European view. I mean, we have our training camps here and what's popular in Europe is completely different. And there's barely anybody that I know of that says, Hey, I'm going to follow this like European training program. Or have you kept up with this European training camp? It's like, no, we're here. So <laughs> Uh, I don't speak Icelandic bird. Like, I'm sorry. I can't communicate with you guys. (laughs) Right. So it's, uh, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's exciting for Gabby. Um, and the fact that her coach like also just sees what potential she has and says like, you know, like I might not be the best fit anymore. I mean, they've been together for, I mean, quite some time. So the fact that it's like, okay, she's learned what she needs to learn here. And now she's going on to the next camp. I think it's, I mean, that's like such a great mindset to have as a coach. So, um, man, I have no clue where Gabby's going to go. I saw her do a workout 
uh Laura did because Gabby dates Laura's brother. Um, but I don't I don't know if necessarily she'll go to the Krypton. But I think she's just having fun right now. Yeah. But that'd be a really cool kind of like thing to go together, like her, her and Laura training together a ton. Yeah. So did he did he leave too, Christoph? Did he leave for the program too as well? I think so. So it was both of them at the same time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so any Couples, man. Yeah, Couples. I know. I know. You know, happy wife, happy life, you know. <laughs> Something about an admirable girlfriend make her admirable or yeah, yeah. Words. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you think they, they might go to mayhem or like any other I I don't know. I mean wh- they're gonna go you, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well what wh- <laughs> what do you think? Let's like hype just just uh, take a wild guess. I like you got to keep it close to home because it always seemed like is it Kristoff? Is that how it, like yeah, he pronounces his name? Kristoff Hor- Horvat. I'd like it. You'd be hard pressed to think like he doesn't join like Ben Smith and like do something with them, right? Like mm-hmm. to be like a little bit because it always seemed like him and his sister were super tight. So um, that's always been a big thing. Like it's probably more like yeah, like I, that would that would like again like if I'm trying to just play like smart money like that's where i'm betting yeah i mean that's what i'm thinking right now but you know we're probably going to be like thrown on our heads to be like oh man who's this new guy coming up again oh, yeah, we don't know who's over who's there this new coach from <laughs> yeah. kansas i don't know yeah like who knows but i mean right now i think gabby and Kristoff are just trying to have fun and they're just palling around with laura and doing some krypton stuff so i don't think anything's bad there it's definitely going to keep her fit mm-hmm yeah, and it looks like Christoph likes to lift heavy weights too. So Ben's he's right in that wheelhouse. Guy. So he's yeah, he's a big tall guy. Yes, yeah, and so I think I think he might be sticking. I I, I like the Krypton idea because you know I mean they lift pretty heavy. They lift a good amount. Like they lift some heavy ass weight. So yeah, and I think I mean I think Ben's good for her because I mean to say like Ben loves doing the odd stuff. Like he always post being like yo i love doing legless rope climbs from the seated position and doing a bunch of strict pull-ups strict pulling so i mean that's gonna be great for gabby too yeah agreed agreed um another person so um we have emma lawson that went to nashville um to hang out with the proven team do you think that she might be going over there at all or who was her coach? Was she doing DECA when she was living in Canada? Like I, like, no, she like, just has a coach. Um, she, I think it's been her same coach like for years, like from the gym she started at. Her and Jack. Oh, okay. Um, maybe, maybe she's just like putting out the feelers. Yeah, my 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 personal experience. Like, well, listening to the Savant podcast when they were talking about that. My thing is like she's she's done really well this year, and I think like. I don't know. I think maybe another year with that coach because, you know, she's still got room to grow and, and, you know, they, she's gone from, you know, just starting out to being in first place at a couple of times during the CrossFit games. So. But is it, is it a Mallory O'Brien effect where it's like, okay, I'm just going to go work with like Matt Frazier and then like leaves her like left James. And it's just like, Hey, I appreciate everything you did. Peace out my guy. And Hey, Shane, like it, and then it's going to be the Emma Lawson versus Mal O'Brien show. Like, would be cool. Like, you can't not say that that's a cool storyline. Mm-hmm. That right. both goats are now coaching like the female athletes of the future, and you're like, there's some things. But it's also like, is Tia and Shane moving back to Australia permanently because they're opening up a gym? Right. 
don't so know. like there's been, there's been some rumors that they're i mean they're still going to keep their um house in nashville and then just go back and forth but at oh. least proven has a camp there i mean they have great coaches i mean even though shane is kind of just the mastermind it doesn't mean that the other coaches don't you know chip in every now and then and that gym, CrossFit East Nashville, is amazing. If you haven't been, it is huge. I've seen pictures. Oh, it looks massive, and I've heard oh. cool things. So I, I was in Nashville with my wife just for like a weekend trip, and I was like, okay, I, w- I want to go to a gym and work out. And so th- I was like, all right, I was looking around, and I saw CrossFit East Nashville, and I was like, okay. So I drove there, and I signed up like online. I drove there, and I'm like, they had this like airsoft like like competition in the in like the little factory out place that they have it, and so I was like, "Where's CrossFit East Nashville?" They're like, "Go down this hallway, and when you hear the music, take a right." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." So I literally walk in, and it is literally the size of like two football. It's like the size of a football field, just ginormous. It's like like two rigs on both sides. They have like a, like, you know, AstroTurf on the right-hand side. And then all in the back, they had like the weightlifting, you know, competition, like, you know, floors and stuff. And now, now since Proven's like been there, they actually made that the rigs in the back part. But that place is so big, so big. And even the guy that owns the gym is like, you came to the right place. If you really want to, you know, push yourself and be competitive, this is this is the place to be. And they have some studs. They have some studs there that aren't yeah. even working for Proven. So, no, I'm sure they have some really good affiliate athletes. Like it looks like a like a top tier facility. Yeah, it is, and like they have so much so much equipment too. So much, it's insane. Like I was, my mouth just dropped when I, I walked in there. Yeah, like I I like it looks great. Like there's, that's one of those places like you want like if you're traveling like you want to go drop into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like twelve labors. Yeah, and it's pretty and it's pretty cool. You could actually see the uh, Tennessee Titans Stadium like in the background backdrop too. So, which is pretty cool. Let's go sports. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do, know do why we're inviting me to these things? It's all good. <laughs> we just we just need some more talking heads, pretty much. Yeah, so. like it's like, oh man. Uh, speaking of which, Ryan McKay always wants to jump in. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, totally jump in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and so do you think like Emma's going to stay down in Nashville for a while or like, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if she goes, I wouldn't be surprised if she stays with her coach. I wouldn't be surprised if they do like this, like half and half thing. That's what Amanda did for the longest time before moving the comp train. So I don't know. I, I don't see Emma leaving, but that's just me. Okay. So I have one money last, talks. Yes, of course. Money, money talks. always talks. And now, now is Emma a noble athlete now? Yes. Yeah, because Noble's chucking everything. Like, hey, here's a duffel bag that looks like shit and full of money. Here you go. Um, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to say something bad about Noble? No, you I can mean, say whatever no. you want. Exactly. <laughs> I would die for a duffel bag of their clothes again. So. Yeah, it's free free gym equipment, pretty much free gym yeah. clothes. So, but, um, so I have a kind of a person that we talked about earlier, um, that I like. she was on the Savon podcast for me, me. Weird. It's so weird. Like a lot of females are just like leaving and switching possibly. And, um, transitioning. So, Wait, nope. Sorry. Didn't say that. No. 
can't say, say that. that. Can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts on Haley Adams possibly leaving? Like, this is just, we don't even know yet. So we're just throwing it out there. Yes. Um, Haley Adams leaving Mayhem to maybe go to someplace else. Put it out there. Just let it let it ripple in the water and see what happens. I feel like, yeah, no, this is like one of those things. Like I've been like, I think she, she has earned a chance to change. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Tasia's role or if she still has a role there or what she's doing now specifically. I believe she's left. Um, but like, I feel like she needs to like, just change a pace. Like she didn't do like she took 11th at the games. Was it 11th or 9th? Ninth. I, I don't even know. I think it was and nine. Like, yeah, and it's like, again, like my Dan Bailey take of the female division holds. So I can run that back for an entire year. <laughs> um, but like, I think she like need like she needs like just a person that's going to personalize every single portion for her and like what she needs. Like she is working on her strength. That's probably one of her biggest things. It's not like she didn't like she did really well, like she's got a great like build and just like outside of like the shuttle to overhead which was a dumpster fire for a bunch of people um strict dips on the elizabeth elevated then it was echo press which arguably like you could just hold the standards if you were watching it the the work her worst finish was literally a sandbag clean like sorry like Haley, i wouldn't have pegged you to be very high in that event to begin with like just calling it what it is and it's like after that it was just like two tough like sunday was tough because it was a heavy day like sunday was a very heavy day and it's like it's all strength based yeah and it's one of those things where i think if she went to someone that actually tailored her program to her like she has someone saying like hey you're going to do your strength first we're going, it's like, you were going to have to take a step back or at least work with us. Whereas at Mayhem, she has freedom. And I don't necessarily think that's good for her. I think to just like be confident and being a, you know, top 10 games athlete. Yes, it was good for her. But now I think she does need more direction than being like, okay, you have this entire Mayhem program or you can modify it however you want, things like that. So um, I think that would be the best move for her anyway. But I I actually, I still have no clue whether or not she's leaving. I mean, she, she lost Tasia, which was, you know, a big support system there. But, you know, she still has a huge support system there. So here we go, Kenzie Riley from Misfit Athletics. <laughs> That'd be dope. I'm just stoking this fire. Like, might as well. Like let's let's see if we could run that one that would be fun yeah she'd be closer to the home yep. mm-hmm. they know each other already they an okay relationship like perhaps stoke these fires i'm just gonna <laughs> keep chucking hot coals into things that don't need to be chucked yeah but for 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 Haley, like with the strength like obviously strength is an issue you kind of kind of kind of an issue but like you know but like, no, just call it what it is. Call it what it is. Just okay, call it what it is. A deficiency. It is Strength okay. is her. It's, okay, it's, it's, it's trying to be really nice. Like, let's. I, let's just I know. Call listen, a spade this, a spade. listen, it's my podcast, so I got to be nice to everybody because I want to get some people on my podcast. Um, but uh, so obviously, strength is an issue. Do you? Now, how long do you think it would take her to get the strength up to like 
where some of these elite other elite athletes are that so this is the age-old question is like does she need to have like a tia claire Toomey style weightlifting like bias like pretty like there or could she move 10 percent in like the right direction and be fine because probably she can probably take she doesn't need like you got to shore it up. I don't think there's ever going to be turning it into like the biggest strength in the world because it's like Brooke Wells or like people that just like, or Katrin who struggled with muscle ups for years, but like still are super strong. Like those things help. It's, it's, you got like, you're going to lose something, but it's like, she's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she, she just needs to make sure that it's not a bottom 10 finish. If she can make it, if she can go up and like be like, middle ish of the pack at least maybe like the top 20 yep that's like that's golden that's like podium material right there um i don't think she needs to be the strongest in the sport she just needs to make sure that she doesn't get a bottom finish yeah like she like just looking at it like if she just shored that up and like never took any she Definitely be in the top five, probably, if she shored that up. Like, and just moved everything to nothing less than a top top 20 finish. Like, yeah, I, I mean, she... even look at Danielle Brandon. Like, she's not the strongest al- athlete out there. No, and she showed a lot of athlete. Brilliant. Danielle showed a lot of athlete IQ, especially on Elizabeth Elevated. Because I remember watching her distinctly during that event, and she was – she purposely slowed down her rounds of 21 and her rounds of 15 – um, before she started like really like getting through those dips and the people that really went out fast and the ones that died. Yeah. But I mean, I like, I think, I mean, I do think Kaylee does have a good head on her shoulders and knows herself. So, um, I mean, she should, she's, she's been in the game for quite a while and being yeah. at an elite level. So she knows what she, she knows what she needs to do. I feel like she's almost on like 10 years and it's like including your teen divisions and you're just like, Oh Yeah. I mean, what, like, our first games, like, as a teenager, was, like, 2016, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, that. that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, you know, is Tasia coaching someplace else right now, or or is she, like, I don't, I know she's, in, I don't, is she married right now, too? She just got engaged. Okay. So, I mean, I think she just, I think she's just going down her own new path, so... Yeah, so this year was seven, so Haley would be at eight. But like uh, Tasia, for instance, it's like good for her. She's like like wants to leave small town Cookville, blah 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 blah. Good for her. Like it's just kind of like you can't expect everybody not to like move on or like. And I feel like that's probably the biggest theme of the podcast is like people like we're in the season of change. That's it. Season of change. Yeah. So I, I actually actually know – I don't know Ta- – I've seen Tasia before. So I was at a CrossFit gym up in Salem, New Hampshire, which, um, and so she went to UNH, University of New Hampshire. So she was actually training at the gym I went to for like a couple months, and I was like watching her work out. And this is before she even made it to the games. She was like number one in New Hampshire for like – I think it was like two years in a row before she went to the games. And this was like the year before she went to the games. And I was just like watching her work out, and I was like – holy shit this girl can move like like she's unreal it was unreal just to see like how quick she was compared to like everyone else at the gym it was just unreal and even like if um there was another guy there named chase smith 
Um, he was one of the guys that tore his pector pectoral muscles during the uh, the dip workout during the regionals events. And Dumbbell he, snatch dip workout. He, yeah. So he was the one that was right next to uh, right next to Matt Fraser, and he did the dip, and like that's when he like got his like pector tear. But those two together, like they would work out, were just absolutely absolute savages at that gym. And then the the CrossFit gym was like CrossFit free. And so they had some, they had some good guys there, but it was, they've been to regionals a bunch of times as a, as a team, but like nothing, nothing individual except for like Tajian and, uh, and Chase. But yeah, it was unreal. Just watching those guys, like elite level guys for like the first time, like first year doing CrossFit. And I'm like, oh my what God. What are they doing? What, yeah. like, how do you graduate to that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to be like that, but oh wait, no, wait, I'm, I'm 35. So I'm actually, no, I was like 33 and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> I don't like, got it. I miss my prime shit. So it's like, let me just lift. Yeah. So, um, with the, the, like the whole off season going on, I know rogues coming in a couple weeks. So did, did they finalize the, the list for everybody going there? And also I, what do you expect for like some of the events that week? So is bridges programming again? Is that essentially what's going on? Like I'm, is the assumption, right? Uh, I actually have no clue. Okay. I would assume Dave is. Dave, I have a sneaking suspicion. I'm throwing this one. Just throw this one. Cut this clip. It is Dave Castro's program, the Rogue Invitational this year. Everybody who didn't do well at the CrossFit Games, buckle up because you're about to get militaried back like the old CrossFit Games 2021 and before. Like that's what's coming back. No, that'd be awesome. I think yeah. it'd be the see dave come and program because they're going to drop it like that's the thing like if they drop that two weeks before people are going to lose their ever-loving minds yeah i mean i like it was in like the event was so cool last year i i really hope they do a great job programming and i think it was josh last year like from what like i i believe it was no i think i think it was um but it was like i just like it should be like one of those events where people like go to Austin to see or Round Rock and see it's it. not Austin. Let, let's make this very clear for the people. It, who don't. it says Austin, Austin Texas. <laughs> but Austin, let Texas. us tell you, you are not, and we repeat, not actually in Austin, Texas. That was a very expensive Uber drive. Um, every day. Every twice. day. Uh, so I mean, it was, it was so fun, but I think it could could have been more packed there i mean granted like i i mean i had a seat so um they definitely kicked you out if you weren't in your seat but it was so cool and i'm hoping this draws more attention and like if yeah dave i just is, want to know if people are getting paid in bitcoin this year because that's really taking a dive oh uh, we haven't seen that yet I, I think they i think they dropped the ball i think bitcoin got too big it's just more more bitcoins are now available for the winners. Oh wait, yes. no, I lied. I lied. I'm on, I'm on the site right now. It's cash plus bitcoin plus tickets. Nice. Ah. I I just like it how how they have the like you know first place you know the 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 money for them is almost comparable or even more than the actual CrossFit games. So like, what's the incentive other than being the supposedly called the fittest on earth? And you win some money compared to just concentrate all your efforts onto Rogue and get first place there and win more money and be a lot happier. I think Pat Vellner talked about that. He said, when I'm done competing at the CrossFit Games, well, I'll just slightly peak later so I can go to a Rogue and a Dubai, win all the money, and then don't even care about the CrossFit Games. Yeah. I think it's smart. 
That's what Pat does with Wadapalooza. I mean, <laughs> like he knows what's it's not in his it's not there. He didn't. Nope. He's like I peak for January in Miami. Perfect. Known fact. It's kind of like Chandler, <laughs> Noah, and Travis. They're like we got this. Like we are the team guys every year. Yeah, I I do I do like how the um the baseball team for like no no I think Nolan Ryan's the general manager or like the the head of operations over there uh for oh, the baseball the Dell Diamond yeah 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 the diamond the, the baseball field so I like how they actually use the baseball field actually as a you know an event which is pretty cool because and then you have like other people that don't really know the sport will come to watch watch it and be like oh okay there's like strongman stuff and. CrossFit stuff. So, you know, maybe I can get into this and just watch it or maybe join a box or something like that. Yeah. And that's the good part, except if you're a photographer and you got to bring like your like 500 like lens and you're just like, well, and you look like you're calling in artillery strikes from Call of Duty the whole time. In your seat. <laughs> I know. Like, just like sitting in the stands, just like trying to blend in basically. Yeah. And they have those guys that come out of the dugouts too, like the, the athletes. Yeah, which like they like they you they utilize the stadium the best way possible. Like they do a very good job. Like when I was there last year, ten out of ten, great time. Definitely go. Like you're not going to be like having like they do everything to make sure like you're not just bored. Like because you're like oh it's twenty it's just a two heats of men, two heats of female, and it's over. It's like no, they got the strongman stuff. They try to make sure there's a bunch of interactive stuff to do out like next to the stadium when you're not in your seats and like it's a very like you like, and then you're in Austin. Like, yeah, I, it's really round rock. Like we're not going to like not hide that, but it's like, you can drive into Austin and do more stuff. Like it's also Halloween weekend. I did maybe partake in going out a few, all of the nights I was there last year and had a good time. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think are some of the events that might happen? Do you think more like strongman style stuff since we had like the Capitol at the games or, uh, well, they had that jerry can event, and I think that probably inspired Boz last year because it was like the rope climb, jerry cans up the up the hill and back down. Um, they also had the sandbag where they put it on the the stand, like the, the pedestal the after the snatches, like the speed snatch sandbag ladder. Yeah, that was cool. They're probably gonna run that one back, and I bet you they do it early. No, I that was a great event to watch, dude. That was nuts. I mean, that's how like Annie didn't you know didn't win. Cause she just flubbed and you know, it's like, it was so exciting. So I really hope they run like that or something similar. Um, I think they're going to bring back the hill thing. Yep. They yeah. have to, like they, they, have to. they got to, um, but it's hard. Like they're going to have like Zeus. So there's probably going to be a rope climb. Like it's going to be like, it's hard to like guess the programming when the, like the qualifier workouts were egregiously terrible. I mean, yeah, and the leaderboard still changes. I mean, it hasn't changed, like, yet today because I, I didn't look – I mean, I looked at it, like, not too, like, long ago. I think I looked at it yesterday. Um, but I don't know if it's – I don't think it's finalized yet. They haven't – like, from what I've seen is, like, it's not – like, I haven't seen anywhere else that's reported it. Like, I could probably text Chandler and ask him, like, so you, like, really qualified. He's like, well, no, Chandler did post about it. He's like, no, I qualified. Because he was in so, first like, place, so. Yeah, well, that yeah. helps. So let the guy, let the guy talk. I'm calling it now. He's going to podium. Dope. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. So um, speaking about competition. So Wadapalooza has a new schedule out, which is very interesting. Huge fan. 
Um, so I guess the first, uh, is it like Thursday, Friday, or just like the individuals? Thursday, Thursday, Friday's indie teams are now Saturday, Sunday. And the only reason why they did that was so because some individual play, they maybe have some individual people go to teams and work out yes. there too. It drives more people. So like, I think this is the best thing ever. So you don't have to pick anymore. And I think it's going to be able to flow and facilitate some of the like, the biggest issue was always turnover of the different like setups and the stages and having those workouts go on. Now I feel like you're asking the athletes potentially to do more because if you do two days of Indian, two days a team, but you're also like, you can win more money. Like it's trying to give the, like trying to put more money in the pockets of the athletes, which I think is great. And they're still having the like regular, like other like, I don't even know. Like, I don't want to call them Joe Schmoes. Like, it's like the the us's of the world. Like, the actual real athletes. Um, <laughs> so, like, can compete over the four days. But it's just like, I can see, like, I don't see this as a negative. And I'm excited to hear the other side of this. So, right. so, so, hold, hold on, real, real quick. So, there was, there was a, um, oh, there was a poll. So, Clydesdale Media did a poll on what people thought it was, was this a good idea. And it was a resounding, it was just like, I was like, majority of people said no. And those people are wrong. Well, there were mainly athletes on there too. So, I mean, okay, this is where it comes from me, who, you know, was in the elite team division last year. And BD. I mean, <laughs> sitting like, at home. Wait, what, a, no. like, what a flex. Just so we're clear to open up. First of all, as an elite team member last year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it just, it knocks out people that are that are trying to make elite and not gonna lie Wadapalooza does a terrible job of treating any of their competitors well except for the elite as a given fact and there have been so many people including myself saying I'm not going to participate in Wadapalooza if I don't qualify in the elite division so you're knocking out a significant portion of people who even want to try at the qualifier then I mean, I mean, they don't, people don't want to just like kill themselves for two weeks and then be like, wow, I have two days to compete. And who knows? I mean, Wadapalooza in the past, you just do two workouts each day because, I mean, you have the rest of the event. And this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday schedule only is for the elites. The other, like, RX gets to compete for three days. So, like, what if you qualify for, rx indie or elite indie and you're like wow they get to still compete but i'm done i don't know i i don't like it just because it limits it limits the amount of people who can actually compete at an elite level and make a name for themselves so that's my take yeah i I'm I'm not a big fan of it because I like how it kind of like stack. I like how like last year it was like st especially for like a person that was sitting at home watching it like online. I like how it staggered everything and then like you know they had like elites, elite men, elite women, and then teams. And then like later on it went like elite men, elite women, teams. Like you know just kind of that, that that like that whole area. So I get to see like all these athletes all at once instead of just you know the individual and that's it. And that's like probably like one or two events, like actually maybe, maybe three events per day. And then and that's it. And then like, you don't see anything else. And then you have teams on the weekend. So for a person that's sitting at home watching it, it's like, 
you know, you have so many gaps of, you know, just spaced out to watch all these events. I don't think it's, I don't I'm not a big fan of it. So that's just my take on it. As a person that sits at home and just drinks, drinks a beer and just complains like, oh, that was an awful, that was awful form. I think it's, I think it's awesome for the top in the sport. Like Xander said, you can win more prize money. It, it's hurting the out. bubble athletes. Let's call it what it is. You're hurting the bubble athletes, right? Yeah. The people that are like really on the cusp. It's like, cool. So if you're like, you're just barely sneaking into elite. Right. You're really just there for two days. Like it sucks. Like if you're, you're just not getting the experience that you wanted and earned totally understandable, but they, you all like, I have to assume, right. You're doing three workouts a day. If you're elite. I don't know, man. If they only do two and they have four scores and that's how you decide this shit, people are going to lose their ever-loving minds. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying not to swear. Yeah. No. I mean, no, they'll probably have they'll probably have three and three. And so at least it is six. But, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just different. Maybe, I mean, maybe we'll see it and be like, oh, that was cool. And that's just because, you know, instead of just having like a handful of elite individuals and a handful of elite teams like our elite people going team now you just have everybody and you get to see that all weekend long and seeing if you know can three individuals get together and be a team rather than people that have already been on it jason team. hopper and his whoever gives a shit team is not winning i'm calling it <laughs> now. nobody cares nobody cares so do you so do you think they might be recording some of the adaptive athlete workouts as well as like the joe schmoes like the the RX, like, you know, not like their intermediate divisions. Yeah. So they, might, might, they might be recording those guys to fill in the gaps from, you know, just having people just do the two days. Yeah. I mean, that's what they typically do anyway. Well, I, to be honest with you, like, I haven't seen like anything online for like, uh, like on their website or like live streams of any like adaptive athlete or athlete workouts or any well, like intermediate. Cause I mean, but granted, like I might've missed, I might've missed. Go do wheel wad games. Go do wheel wad games. We are very pro wheel hot games here on the type one lifting touch and go gang podcast team sports <laughs> yeah. go. I mean, if you, uh, you want to, yeah, no, like that one is such a wheel wad does a phenomenal job. I am not here to not like hype them up because I think adaptives um, need more love. And I think masters need more like, like, sorry, age group athletes, teens and masters plus the adaptives need more love because it's more people for the sport. And like, if you're really trying to get the like, Wadapalooza, great if you're trying to get the Miami experience. If you want to have like a truly understanding like of what the needs are of the neuromuscular, um, lower leg adaptives, like um, upper body extremity, all those kinds of things, wheelwad. Go do wheelwad. Yeah, but the only problem is with like like the Masters athletes not getting any love. Like there's there's been multiple studies of saying like those click rates through like emails and stuff like that, when it comes to like age group qualifiers or anything, age group is like seriously dramatic, like drop compared to the elites division. And I understand like who wants to watch, you know, age, like age athletes, except for their families to watch them work out. It looked like lesser weight compared to like the elite athletes were like thrown around like 315, 335, like it's like nothing for the male side, you know, yep. in, you know, I even Nicky Ranker, I had him on the show and I was like, well, why don't you think masters divisions like don't get the love? And there's like, yeah, people don't want to see. It doesn't bring money. You know? I'm like, yeah, it's, not, it's an economics thing. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have the masters athletes and age, age group qualifiers get a little more love, but I don't think it's going to happen. Never going to. It's, it's, I'm going to keep beating this drum as loud as I can by like me and like three other people. 
and it's probably their moms. So it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm glad that there's other competitions coming up that actually appreciate them, like Legends, like the Pit Team Throwdown, yep. like Wheel One. Like there are competitions out there that are supporting them. Um, but like you know, like I wouldn't be surprised in the future, like you know, these bigger competitions go like different ways or, you know, they're not going to get the same love because they're not bringing in the money. They they do in qualifiers, like the open, like, I mean, a significant portion are the master's athletes, but beyond that, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, viewership like you would for the elites. Yeah, I agree. So um, we're getting close to the end. So it's final thoughts time. So Oh, no. Xander, were you going to go first? I am just here to make sure that the – I'm excited to see how the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run goes this weekend. I know yeah. it's like – I feel like it's finally like – like 2020 obviously was what it was. Last year was still like there was probably a couple of restrictions. Like I think this one's probably the first real one back um, just to hear about how that goes, and it'll be fun to hear on the next group when we have our fourth person back. Um, and then also excited to see how Wadapalooza qualifiers go for the boy, Sam Coltharp. Throwing that out there. So he can do his first elite division with two surgically repaired uh, anatomical uh, android knees. <laughs> uh, Hannah? Um, again, we're in, I mean, I think we said this before, but we're in a season of change. And I'm just excited to see, you know, what comes down the pipeline and we what we get to talk about in a couple weeks because, you know, we'll be deep in the Wadapalooza qualifiers. Maybe we get a, you know, verified rogue leaderboard. Uh, maybe people show their colors of where they're going and what their future plans are. So, so I mean, there's a lot more in store. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so my final thought, I'm excited for um, the off season of where some of these athletes are moving to and where they're going to, because I mean, there might be some like random places that they're going. You're like, we never even thought of like these people going there. Vancouver, British Columbia, come on down. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and we also forgot to about the, uh, the 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 lovebirds now. Jessica Medeiros. Oh yeah, oh, an yeah. And Ellie What's Turner. Name? And Ellie yeah, Turner. Totally yeah, I thought it was an Emma. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I had a really the world. Mean, like, the world won't uh, shame you. Yeah, but um. Um, love is in the air. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, but no, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, all the change and stuff like that. Cause obviously like, you know, we're still like, like Xander said, we're like kind of like in the adolescent phase of, of this space. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming up and I'm looking for our next, uh, next talk with, uh, with Vic and about his, his, uh, little epic adventure with the Hawaiian, Hawaiian trail run. That's uh that's one of my bucket list of one, one things I want to do. And I might be getting another fern too. So between two ferns, Let's no, go. you have to do three. Like if Zach has, if Zach has two, you have to have three. So technically we got to be like, you have to be between like three ferns. triangulated between three ferns. Okay. I'll, I'll work, I'll, I'll work in that. I got, I, I got very limited space back the here. The Bermuda so. triangle of ferns. Is that also a good, that's on the list. We'll work, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work yeah. on it. We, yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming on and um, we out. <laughs>